0: night talk. Right here, we gon' talk about it right here. We gon' talk about everything you like, I'ma make it real, real clear. It's today talks right here. We gon' talk about it right here. I'ma talk about everything you like, I'ma make it real, real clear. Cause it's today talk. And I'ma talk about it. Yeah, cause it's today talk. Stuff today, we got to wanna in- internet, internet. I said we gonna talk about a lot of stuff today. We got to wanna on the phone internet. Eh, eh. Hey, hey. <laughs> you were all the way in though. Why did I go into like a little rapper? or something? Right That's what's up. That's what's up. Welcome to this episode of Today Talk, episode 18. We're talking about mental health, mental illness, depression, anxiety, and breaking the stigma surrounding uh, mental health and mental illness. It it is May, and the month of May is Mental Health Awareness Month. And mental health is an illness and all that stuff uh, associated with it is near and dear to my heart as my mother lived with, coped with, suffered through bipolar disorder, schizophrenia, depression, and all those things that uh, come with that. So we have a special guest I want to say in the building, but she ain't in the building, she on the phone. Uh, same thing, same thing. <laughs> we have a special guest today. We have the beautiful and and wonderful and transparent uh, Miss Tawana Morgan. Welcome to Tenay Talks. Hey. Welcome to the show, Tawana. Hey. I'm so happy to have you on as a guest on my show today. Thank you so much for having me. Guys <laughs> out there listening to my uh, my listeners, my faithful listeners out there, it is actually Tawana Morgan's birthday today. So we're going to say happy birthday. Woo-woo. Uh, we're going to, happy birthday hey to you. Happy birthday hey. to you. Uh, happy, <laughs> happy, happy birthday. birthday. <laughs> uh, ratchet Virgin, it's your birthday. It's your birthday. It's hey. your birthday. Hey. It's your birthday. It's your mm. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> we, right. we, we almost turned up. We almost we? turned up. It was <laughs> like <laughs> we was like ready, set, right. Okay, so uh, <laughs> so today, Tawana, I had you on. I wanted you on my show today because you are so open and honest and transparent about your. Living with and living through and uh anxiety and depression, and um we just gonna you know cut right into the meat of the matter, and I'm gonna let you tell your story about that so um when did you first notice that you were experiencing anxiety and depression?
1: Well, it actually hit me like a wrecking ball. <laughs> it didn't like slowly come in or anything like that. It just one day I was at work and um, it felt like I was having a heart attack and um, I just, I kept checking. I'm sorry. (laughs) I was, uh, my heart rate was going up. So I happened to look at my watch, my watch and it was like going into like the hundreds and I went to my supervisor office. I'm like, Oh my God,
0: I'm about to die. You gotta call the ambulance. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Yes. (laughs) And um, so I ended up going to the hospital and it, everything came back normal. And the nurse, she's like, do you deal with um, panic attacks or anxiety? And I'm like, um, no, what's that? <laughs> you know. And um, she was explaining everything. And I went home and I felt fine. I was like normal. And then when it was time to go to work the next, that next Monday, I pulled in the parking lot and I literally was shaking. It's like fear came over me. I was scared to go in the building
2: mm-hmm. and
1: I just didn't know what it was. And um, I started hitting emergency, like, every day. It was like, I'm having a heart attack. I'm dying. You know, and they're like, um, no, ma'am, I think you're having a panic attack, you know.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And um, so I was going to my doctor, and he prescribed me some meds, and I kept them. for her. I'm like, I'm not taking no medication. I'm not crazy, you know.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And um, so then I ended up getting a counselor, and she kind of basically explained every, what everything was and how anxiety worked and things like that. But it was was rough for me and my family because we didn't know anything about
0: it. Wow. And at what age were you when this onset took place? This was about two years ago, so about 34. You're about 34 years old. Mm -hmm. Um, So for the people that are listening out there just tuning in, what anxiety anxiety is? I'm going to give you a working definition. Uh, Essentially, it's a panic attack. There are certain periods periods of intense fear that may include palpitations that's like oh, she mentioned her heart was beating really really fast and she thought she was having a heart attack or dying because your heart rate is, is sped up um, sweating, shaking, shortness of breath numbness or a feeling that something bad is going to happen so everything that she described that is actually what ang- anxiety is um, and the maximum degree of symptoms occurs within minutes and they can typically last for 30 minutes and it can also cause you chest pain which can make you feel like you know you're having a heart attack wow so you're 34 years on 34 years old at the onset of this what is kind of triggering you know can you pinpoint what is exactly that you think was uh, the the, the trigger for this um, these attacks um well actually
1: I want to go back to your um diagnosis I actually have generalized anxiety disorder, which is like a step further, where you're in a constant state of anxiousness, so it's like your body is always operating in the fight or flight, so it's like, it's almost like all the time, not just like sporadically, Mm -hmm. but um, same symptoms, but it's more all the time.
0: (laughs) I didn't hear, what what did you say your uh, actual diagnosis is? Generalized anxiety disorder generalized anxiety disorder g-a-d yes Yes. g-a-d wow and do you have a history of mental illness in your family i do not
1: not that anybody that came out and said anything but um not on my end i'm not sure
0: wow so you're a wife you're a mother and you're a daughter and at 34 years old this strange things that are happening to you right it's it's uncommon it's out of the ordinary it's unusual how does your family react to you at the initial stages before you even get the diagnosis it
1: was rough because um nobody knew what it was so it was kind of like you're okay you know um pray about it
0: <laughs> of course yeah uh,
1: you know the prayer thing and no disrespect to my family because they're supportive, but they didn't know, you know. So, in our culture, pray you pray it off. If you can't pray it off, you, you gotta you pray that thing it. out.
0: You pray, you pray you that, know? you pray that demon out of you. That that anxiety demon. Won't they say it? Won't they? will? yeah. yeah you like you sitting there looking like, but I feel like I'm dying on the inside. You're right? You like. Well, I, I don't know how to make this demon go away. If I could say flee right, right. now with the name of Jesus and it would flee from me, I would. Take it right. to the Lord, baby. <laughs> Take it to the Lord. right? And we know the cliches and we, and we know, right? We know cast your cares upon the Lord, right? Because that's what right. we were taught. And yes, we absolutely should cast our cares upon the Lord. But the caveat there is the Lord made doctors and psychiatrists and sometimes we need to go see them.
1: <laughs>
0: right pray and then go get help <laughs> Okay pray and go get help So we have a guest in the chat room Right now and she says I don't think Anxiety I don't think Of anxiety as a mental illness Um, That's interesting that you would say that uh, To uh, Brett in the chat room that you don't Think anxiety is a uh, mental Ill- it, it It is right so let's think of About let's think about um A cold right Mm-hmm. Right, and 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 a cold, we know a general cold, right? A cold. So you said general anxiety disorder. When you think of a cold, right? You have symptoms associated or surrounding that cold, right? So right. you may have a runny nose, right? You may cough, you may sneeze, you may get the shivers. So think of anxiety of, of like that when you think of me- mental illness. Think of me- mental illness as the. The top of the food chain and anxiety is a subset of that, just like, you know, with with the cold, right? These symptoms associated with that. And if that anxiety is ongoing, as Tawana has mentioned, that for her, it's ongoing to be in that state, to be in that state of constant panic and to be in that state of constant fear, then that's definitely a mental illness that needs to be treated just like you would go to the doctor and get a pack you may need to go get you uh, a Xanax or something like that. Right. Right.
1: Um, So I think people get it confused because they think anxiety, like, oh, I get anxious when I get ready to get on a ride at Cedar Point. Right. But it's not the same. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like your body is really making you, your body is operating as if something is wrong and it's not. It's like it's trying to fight off something that's not even there.
0: Absolutely. So
1: it's like, we're scared and you're like it's nothing to be scared of but your body is operating like something is about to happen Mm -hmm. so i i i disagree with this comment you know i don't it's anxiety it has different levels i think it's when you get to that constant state that it's mental you know
0: yeah because think think about it like this um for the people that are out there listening when you see those people out on the street that right, that we identify as crazy, right? The one, the person that's talking to himself or they're saying, get away from me, get away from me, right? They're in right. a constant state of fear and panic that that you or this, these voices that they're hearing or these spirits walking by are going to do something to them. That is mentally draining. Yeah. That That's that's yeah. an illness. Sure. I yeah. think people think of illness in the sense of cancer, right? right. And, and mental illness is one of those things that, it hurts you and it hurts the people around you so bad, but people don't really know how to address it or they right. don't know how to deal with it or they want to ignore it and act like it's not going on because as Tawana mentioned, she's like no one in her family has necessarily come out and verbalized that right. You know, I got some mental issues going on. Where very well they could be, but it's so taboo. Nobody wants to talk about it. Nobody wants to get it in the open. Nobody wants to be crazy, right, Tawana? Right, right. You want that. Nobody wants to be the crazy person. They're not crazy. Right, but that's right. that's what people would, you know, kind of say those are the the words that we use and we got to talk about changing our language and our right. dialogue surrounding right, right, right. mental illness crazy
3: ain't sensitive if you call somebody crazy that's not a sensitive word yeah, you know you, you know, know it's it not is.
0: politically correct
3: right you know you're gonna make them crazy by <laughs> calling feel them crazy, crazy right i right. <laughs> right.
2: show you crazy
0: right <laughs> <laughs> they're, <laughs> gonna, they're
3: gonna go clutch <laughs> on you real fast right boy. and <laughs> then right.
0: they're gonna boot up on you What's right call me crazy
3: right, right. i'm gonna show you
0: i'm gonna show you what crazy look <laughs> like you know <laughs> so, yeah. Tawana, what um, do people tend to think that you're lying about what you're experiencing based on how you look? Right. So, like I just gave the example of the the person that we, you know, that we put in the box as identifiably crazy, but for all intents and purposes, you are a nice looking young lady. You look good. You smell good. Your hair be extra <laughs> popping. Your teeth is white. You got good hygiene right. happening with you. Hey. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> testimony (laughs) you know you don't look like what you're going through so (laughs) so with that (laughs) being said like do people like how do people approach that or do they think that you're lying and can you tell like your experience about that
1: I've never had anybody say they're lying
0: I've had people be like but you look okay you know what is that right right. right. what does that mean and it's
1: like but you don't know what my mind is on like 10,000 different things. My heart is racing. I'm sweating. I feel like I'm about to throw up. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like, you don't see that. You just see me trying to hold it all together. Cause I'm out in public, you know, mm-hmm. but it's, it's, it's going down on the inside, mm-hmm. you know? And, but I'm, I'm, I'm thankful that I haven't had nobody like you're lying or anything like that. But I've had people say, you don't look like nothing's wrong, you mm-hmm. know? But yeah, there's something happening, you know.
0: Right. It's so,
1: not something that I don't think it's something somebody would want to lie about. Absolutely. I don't, I don't think nobody want to be right. known as having a crazy diagnosis, you know, or mm-hmm. a mental illness. So I hope nobody will lie about it. <laughs> you know. Yeah.
0: I, I know people growing up back in the day that really wanted their kids to get an SSI check. <laughs> I, I know That's someone That's Now, this is a true story. In this my this, this is a true story that happened in my family. I'm not gonna put these people on blast. <laughs> but, the, but the gag is, they took their kids down there mm-hmm. to t- act to the, the fool t- to get this check. And guess what? Y- years later, you see what you put out there in the atmosphere. Now, your yo. Child is crazy for real.
3: For real.
0: Right, okay, but you right. you put that on them because you was trying to get some money when you could have took your ass to work.
2: Yeah,
3: that's right. why I was, that's why I'm <laughs> call my kids bad, man. Yeah,
0: right. you,
3: You'll speak something to existence.
0: Uh, you show we are words are powerful because we are a mm-hmm. speaking planet. Um, so we you talked about like you don't look like what you've gone through, and you and one thing that you said was that you try to keep it together in public. Do sometimes do you want to not keep it together? Would that make you feel better to just kind of like I don't want I, I guess I say fall apart? You know, to kind of like do you feel like those people that we envision as mentally ill, those people that are talking to themselves and looking crazy, and we we identifiably see them as like oh out, outwardly display of the mental illness? Do sometimes you want to be feel like oh. Just wish I could just ugh, scream or, you know.
1: Yeah, definitely have those moments. But my ultimate fear is I don't want nobody to see me vulnerable like that, mm-hmm. you know. So it's like, I'd be like, please come by, have an attack later happen at home, <laughs> you <laughs> yeah. know. But I'm at work and sometimes I have to go in the bathroom and pull it together or, you know, leave out of somewhere or. I was, at one point I was trying to hide it from my children, which was rough because home is your safe place. Yeah. But I didn't want them to see me like that. Cause you know, as a mom, you are supposed to be strong, yeah. you know? So if I would cry, I would run in the bathroom. And if I'm having an attack, I'd be like, y'all just give me a minute, you know? Yeah. And, and speaking with my counselor, she was like, you need to let your kids see this. They need to see that you break down. They need to see that you have issues. They need to see that mama struggles. So they don't grow up thinking they got to be this superhuman, you know? Mm -hmm. So, so now if I'm having a bad day, my kids, they kind of sense it, you know, but I'd be like, Hey, you know, mama's having a bad day. Mm -hmm. Give me a minute, you know, or if I had to cry, you know, I'm crying because it is, you know? And so they, they, they sympathize with me or they'll leave me alone or they'll go in a room, but I still hate for them to see that, but they have to at times
0: so with your diagnosis are, have you been diagnosed with depression as well or just a general anxiety disorder
1: just a generalized anxiety disorder mm-hmm. but um, basically and speaking with my counselor it's like they go hand in hand mm-hmm. because you get so drained from the anxiety that it kind of brings you down like why I'm dealing with this why me why, why I gotta feel like this every day so It can kind of bring you into a depression.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: But they haven't diagnosed me. I'm not claiming it. (laughs) Yeah.
0: So (laughs) no extra diagnoses. (laughs) No, no extra diagnoses. And that's. I want to go back to your kids, and I'm gonna, you know, share a little bit of my story about growing up with a parent that had been diagnosed with all these monikers or labels, right? Cause nobody liked the, Nobody likes the labels. Right. And I think right. that's the biggest thing around mental illness in the black community is because you, you no one wants the title, right. <laughs> no one mm-hmm. wants the title. And again, it goes back to what we think a mentally ill person looks like or what, how they should display themselves. So when you are the person diagnosed with that, it's just like, it, it, it becomes isolation, right? So you talked about your kids and you wanted to hide it from them. So my mother um, began experiencing, experiencing mental illness at the age of 29. So I was five hmm. years old. And I did not know what it was at first. So I remember um, my mom and I, we went on an adventure. This is my first, um, I guess, uh, experience with it right so before i get into that story my sister wanted to be on today um you know shout out to my mother in honor of mother's day weekend and mental health awareness month i wanted to do this episode the day before mother's day because my mother actually died in a mental hospital that i not many people know about because i don't like to share that That i don't want to cry <laughs> it's okay it's okay i'm with you man i got your back and so i don't like to tell people Right, and I never really talked about it, but yeah. it's important because yeah. somebody needs, important Somebody needs to know, and somebody needs to be free. And so, my sister wanted to be here, but because we are Beverly's kids, my mom is Beverly. One of her, my sister's best friend's sister, passed away yesterday mm-hmm. when she was on her deathbed, like two days ago. So my sister caught a flight and went. Uh, to michigan so that's something my mom would have did you know you'd be there for your friends and your family so. absolutely yeah, anyway while i'm over here having a whole cry it's okay it's, <laughs> a, it's okay that? man it's okay man uh welcome to the chat room aisha man, anxiety okay. yeah uh, aisha says anxiety makes you depressed sometimes it actually does because mm-hmm. then you get into your head like why me why me and then yeah. it takes you all the way down so anyway right. back to this story so five years old And, um, there, my... I lived on the North side of Flint and we lived down the street from my grandmother. And next to my grandmother's house was an abandoned house that mm-hmm. had been abandoned since my existence. <laughs> so right. I'm five years old. Right. And this, I was always curious about this house. Like, I wonder who the people were that lived there. Right? <laughs> I wonder. <laughs> this is me at five years old. Right. I was always inquisitive out here. Boy, these streets. She's the white child. <laughs> I definitely am the white child. Okay. Uh, why? why? And like, <laughs> so I really can't get mad at my son when he do why, because my mama let me be the why child, like that I could say why, and she would give me an explanation. So, <laughs> Bruh,
3: and just keep going. Why do
2: we eat food? Why For, to feed us? Why? <laughs> Everything
0: was a why. So I needed to know why this house had been a bit, and they had like stuff in their yard. It was a big house, and they had mm-hmm. a big backyard with like a tractor in it, and. I remember my grandma said that a white family used to live there, right? Mm-hmm. So the only white mm-hmm. other white person on our street was this man named Mr. Dale. Rest in peace, Mr. Dale. All uh, <laughs> and Mr. <laughs> Dale was the homie He used to let me rub his hair. Now that I think about it, could it could it have been a little penitentiary-ish? Arke- <laughs> <Arkeli-ish. laughs> <laughs> but he wasn't on that, but he had like Ugh. I he was fascinating. He was like my first white person. Right. Hey, why is your skin
3: like this? What happened?
0: <laughs> but Mr. Dale was cool out here in these streets, and he had a crush on my grandma, and she could not stand him.
3: That's how I usually go, though. <laughs> That's how I usually go. She could
0: not stand Mr. Dale. Anyway, so I was fascinated by this house because why white people used to live there, and they no longer live there anymore. And then the house was so big, and I was just like, anyway. So one, so one day I was like, Mama... Let's go breaking this house. <laughs> <laughs> wow! This is me at five years old. Don't you? Right?
3: No, it's okay. It's okay. We know AJ. So you know, I, I wouldn't look. The apple don't fire too far. What, don't fall no, too, too far, far from the tree. Tree. Yeah. So I mean, if AJ go <laughs> clutch on some comments, I know dog oh well. You didn't clutch on some comments.
0: So, yeah. So, if you guys follow me religiously, y'all know the Chronicles are AJ are real.
3: Are real. Do you hear me?
0: <laughs> <laughs> and so, yes, 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 yes. So, anywho, um, I didn't act, like I said, in retrospect, I didn't know my mama was kind of losing it. So, I'm like, mama, let's yeah. go break in this house. And we go, and we go in my grandmother's backyard, and we had to jump the fence.
3: Wait a minute, wait wait a
2: minute.
3: I got to hit a timeout. Your mama broke into this house with you.
2: She didn't say no? No, she didn't say no.
3: I I wish I had a mama that didn't say no. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, oh, we about to do some real cool shit right now, okay? Right.
0: But I didn't think about it like that. I didn't think about, like, breaking into a house. I was just inquisitive about. Like,
3: I just want to see. I just
0: want to see. Like but it. the fact
3: that Joe mama said yes <laughs> may have put her on the coolest mom list ever, okay? Right, ever. Cause my mama would have been like, boy, hell no. But you have to
0: understand, <laughs> she was going through a mental episode.
3: I, I get it. And I, I didn't know.
0: I didn't know. I, I get
3: it. Know. But Beverly was cool. <laughs> I just want to—I <laughs> just want to tell you that she was cool,
0: <laughs> right? And, and so I said, "Mama, come, you know, I, I, we need to go on an adventure to go break into this house." So we go in the backyard and we jump the fence. G style,
3: G style. <laughs> I'm
0: five, and my mama was thick with it. she was kind of she was big okay i'm thick but she was a big woman so just imagine her jumping this fence (laughs) to get
3: she hit it like a true g2 did
0: she
3: she hit it with the two hairs on the uh top of the gate so (laughs) why not with the legs at the full l shape
0: i don't know but somehow she got over the fence so she gets over the fence and we discovering stuff in the backyard is tractors and like what's the what's the little cutter thing what's these called the cutters. wire cutters wire cutters but the big ones like the giant ones. shears Oh, yeah, shears yeah that's yep. it it's shears back there it's all kinds of and mind you the house had been abandoned for years so the right. grass was kind of we were just you know discovering so we get up <laughs> to the door like uh, the back door about right. to make our move like about to see what I've been dreaming of in my mind right <laughs> my grandma come outside and say get y'all asses <laughs> <laughs> Get your asses from back there, right?
3: So. <laughs> grandma put things in perspective. Like, what type of yeah. adventure? Y'all you done went all the way to the house.
0: <laughs> my grandma didn't cut off my... To this day, I'm mad, grandma. Right. I was about to Grandma
1: was hey. D- right.
0: Discover some shit. Boy. <laughs> it could have been treasure up in that right, house, grandma, but you ruined it. I feel you. Okay? I
3: so. feel you. I, th- I think by far you had the coolest mom ever. <laughs> Because my mama would have been like, hell (laughs) no. If I catch you over there, I'm beating your ass.
0: (laughs) Right. And so that that was my mom was 29 and I was five years old. So I did not know that that was the beginning stages of what would be a lifetime journey of my mom having what we, my sister and I refer to as having an episode. No, Right. So she she was experiencing her first episode. So, So that was like the beginning of it. And we didn't quite know. So. Weeks, days kind of went. I don't right. think
3: that should be, like, the first episode because I feel like that that was a fair, you know what I'm saying? Like, that that was right. a definitely he dope-ass mama moment. You know what I'm saying? And At that at that point in time, mama just went zero to 100 real quick, and we fit to do this, okay?
0: Right, 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 right. And so. Grandmama
3: took it from you.
0: Uh, she late, like, Get it's ass. So nah. later on, uh, uh, later on in the weeks or days, I guess you could say, uh, my mom started to, and I have to put the disc- disclaimer out there. My mother never did drugs. So there was no drug right. use or anything. I have to throw that out there. Cause a lot of times, you know, people can get mental illness because of that. And my mother mm-hmm. did not do that. Okay. So anyway, as the days, I, I guess I want to say weeks went by, my mother, um, started hearing voices. And so when you hear voices or when you see the crazy people out in the street that hear voices or whatever, what that is called is schizophrenia. So if you ever went to the therapist or went to the counselor, the first thing a psychiatrist is going to ask you, do you hear voices? (laughs)
2: Right, <laughs> I'm like, bro right. Why you in my business? <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> so if you hearing voices out here in these streets, you got schizophrenia. Okay. If, no. the, if the voices is telling you to do stuff, so the voices mm-hmm. that my and I know, and my mother, as my sister and I grew older, my mother was very transparent and everything. We know everything about my mama, the good, the bad, the ugly, and di- indifferent. So when she left this earth, there was nothing that we did not know. We didn't right. have to wonder. Like I wonder what my mama told. <laughs> are you like that with your girls Tawana are you very uh, transparent with them and honest with them in that manner
1: yeah I tell them everything um with my my oldest she kind of worries about me so she don't want to go anywhere she don't want to be out my presence she's like I feel like something's gonna happen to you and that makes me sad because you know I don't want her worried about me Mm-hmm. but I do want her to know what's going on in case something do happen, you know? So
0: but, do, so, so do you have a plan in place? Like if this is the, if this happens, then you need to do X, Y, and Z. Do you have plans in place like an emergency or like, you know, for a fire escape route? Do you have a mommy's having a GAD episode? This is what you need to do.
1: Um, not a, like, escape plan or anything, but, you know, definitely call 911, and my parents live directly around the corner, so mm-hmm. they can call, they can be here in seconds, second, you know, so That's anything that, so that bad, you know, mm-hmm. they, they know, well, she knows to call.
0: How does your work, um, how is your work affected by this, and how do your coworkers and your employer, how do they support you through this?
1: Um, they've been very supportive. Um, At, at one point, you know, I had I, I to, I'm always honest with my supervisor. Like, hey, this is what I'm dealing with. Um, sometimes I may have to leave up off the floor. I might have to go outside. You know, I might have to go sit in my car. Whatever, you know. And they're they're very understanding. They're not they don't be tripping. You know, do what you need to do. Mm-hmm. That's that's pretty much what I get. You know, some Had... Some some will pray with me. You know, which mm-hmm. is good. You know, but I feel like they're pretty open.
0: How difficult was it for you to inform your employer? And did you have um, a hesitation in informing them? Did you kind of want to keep it to yourself and, like, I can work through this? Or was it more like I have to let them know just in case this happens at work?
1: Well, it happened. You know, my first happened at work. I ended up leaving in the ambulance from work. Mm -hmm. So they kind of, well, they didn't know what was going on, but I felt I needed to share with my supervisor. Of course, I don't tell everybody, but she needs to know. I feel, in case something happens, she'll know what to do. Is there for me? I'm not scared about telling anybody Mm because it it kind of helps me a little. It's like I have to get it off me. Like this Mm -hmm. is happening, and it's it's almost like a relief, you know. So I'm not scared of talking about it, but it's still a little
0: sensitive. (laughs) It's still a little sensitive. When when do you feel like it's safe? Like. I know my mom, when the battles that she had, she was like you. Like, it made her feel better to off rip, let you know. I got this. Mm-hmm. This is even like even we as kids used to be like, why you gotta tell everybody? You know, right. Like, right. <laughs> why you gotta just it ain't none of their business, right? <laughs> <laughs> so you know, because we felt like you know that it it could be a weapon used against her. You know, because I right. how, pe- mm-hmm. how people are,
2: yeah, absolutely. You know,
0: yeah. so when do you know it's kind of safe to share, or you are you so? more much more confident and now that you can say yeah i can say whatever y'all want to say i'm just whatever whatever right. and i think that's the kind of approach my mom took like i don't care right
1: yeah i think that's me i'm like hey i got this but i feel like in me opening up so many women have um, confided in me and talked to me about stuff that they're going through and they don't want to share it with people but since i'm so open they're like i can talk to you mm-hmm. so i get a lot of um dms and facebook messages from women i don't say anything but you know i'm like i wouldn't share your no story that's yours yeah, you know yeah but this is how it helps me you know and i'm able to talk to women that i probably would never talk to before
0: so- wow actually there's an aisha in the chat room she says she adores you right you helped her to be more vocal about what she was going through instead of holding it in that's what's up so- wow That's what's up because (laughs) if you hold it in, that even makes you more. I mean, all that stuff inside of you, like I said, we think of illness as like cancer floating through your body and ripping, Mm -hmm. you know, ripping you to shreds through the inside. But that mental stuff will do the same thing. You have to understand your mind, your mind tells your hand to wave. Your mind tells your feet to curl. Your mind says you need to go eat right now. Your mind tells you that you're thirsty. So imagine when your mind is not where it needs to be, as they say in the medical world, in homeostasis, at it's state that it's supposed to be in. And it's doing all this stuff. And that means that it, it can't function right anymore. It can no longer tell you go take a bath. It can no longer tell you it's something going on there. That's how important your mind is. That's how important it is to service your mental state—that's how important it is. Just like you going to see that doctor for that prostate checkup, ladies, for you going to get your mammogram—that is equally important to go see a counselor, therapist, or a psychiatrist yeah. to go do a mind check. That's what's right. so. Get your mind checked on. Mm-hmm. Um, Tawana said something earlier uh, about you know feeling fine, right? The one uh, initially like did you know I'm, I'm fine or right. looking fine. And I go to therapy. I have to be honest, after my mama died, I was on the brink of a mental breakdown. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so um, I, I started going, and that, and that therapist helped me a lot. And then when I moved to Texas, I had to get another therapist because I was going through a lot mm-hmm. at work and transitioning and leaving home, and that's all I know, and then coming here. And so every time he would see me, he'd be like, so how you doing? I'd be like, I'm fine. Right. I'm fine, 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 fine. Hey, look, you right. be telling me that. Look, today be I'm telling fine. me. Look,
3: look, look. She be telling me that too. She be coming to the studio like I'm good. Uh, no, you're not.
0: No. <laughs> right, and so I was going through this thing, right? Like for this went on for weeks, right? I sit in the chair like, right. hey, fine right <laughs> she and now, that, she is <laughs> like uh
3: like Hancock
0: <laughs> now mind you this is the therapist like I'm pulling like I'm pulling the wool over his eyes right I'm fine right so, Right. What? then she hit you with that snake smile too <laughs> so
3: you might be confused she'd be like
0: I'm good <laughs>
3: no you're not you tried <laughs> it <laughs>
0: right so Tawana so, the, so one day, the therapist asked me a whole bunch of stuff that was going on. Well, actually, this particular day, I just let it all out. Like, this is going on. This is going on. And the world is crazy, right? And so, <laughs> I just, like, let it out. And he said, so, now, this, is, this changed my life, Tawana. He said, what do you tell people when they ask you how you doing?
3: Mm. Wow. Well.
0: I said, I tell them I'm fine. <laughs> yep. <Lies. laughs> I tell them that I am fine. And he said, and he, and you know, he had one of those therapist voice, super calm, right? Did you mm-hmm. make you want to fight sometimes? Right. So why are you calm? <laughs> so, right. And he said, Tanae, guess what? You're not fine. <laughs> and I was like, mind blown. I right, you. right. I like,
3: what? He <laughs> didn't put you in that serious reality. Like, look,
0: Oh, you're right. We're I ain't fine. Right. Right. Let's move all of this happy stuff to the
3: side.
0: <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, I ain't right. I did just say no. all that stuff. did right. And so he said, I He said, "I have homework for you. When someone asks you, how are you, and you're not fine, say, I'm not fine. It changed my whole life. Is that why you be telling me now? Yeah. <laughs> <But> right. <laughs>
3: She used to just say, oh, I'm fine. Let's go. Let's go to the show. I'm like, she's not fine. But I'm going to continue.
0: <laughs> so, you know, Tawana, that's why it's so important. Like when you said these women, and that's why I wanted it on the show because I, I saw several Facebook statuses from you saying, you know, I'm overcoming anxiety. I had a bad day today, but I did this and I did that. You know, you are so transparent and so, you know, open about it that it's okay not to be okay. Right. Yeah. (laughs) You're right about that. And I think because we live in such a social media driven world where everybody has put on masks and facades and faces to be like, oh, it's all good. Remember on my brother and me? Mm
2: hmm.
0: And he was like, it's all good. And he was like, well, guess what? It's all bad. (laughs) Right. It's all bad. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, it's, it, and, we and we try to, like you said earlier, Tawana. We trying to hold it together on social media for people that don't care. About your mental state to begin with, they want you to be crazy and fall apart and fall off your. Well, so they can laugh about it. So they can laugh about it with their homegirls and their group chat messages.
3: Man, they be out here putting right. their feelings on Facebook, and they don't realize people just scroll past them, and within a millisecond, like, oh, excuse me, is that your feelings?"
0: Oh, that was your feelings, right?
3: Were you, was you sincere on that last post? My <laughs> fault, right?
0: And sometimes you know, Facebook, you know, you have to realize. That that you do got real friends. Right, super <laughs> friends. <laughs> super friends. Cuz you know like a lot of, when I was going through the things with my mom um dying and all that I, w- I would put on facebook when i was sad, like you know faith face- the the facebook message asks you how are you feeling today
3: right <laughs> what's on your mind yeah
0: what's on your mind that's what it says. right on your mind? what's on your mind so here i go Type it away well i miss my <laughs> right i, I
1: miss my well papa. since you asked <laughs> right. Uh, right well
3: since you
0: asked mark zuckerberg <laughs> right i'm right. gonna type 15 paragraphs <laughs> about how I'm feeling today. Then,
3: look, he cut you off, too. He's like, continue reading. <laughs> and you know, nobody ever clicks that. You know what I'm saying? Right. Nobody, look, unless it's really important, nobody right. ever clicks that.
0: Right. And so what I did find out, just like you, Tawana, being transparent, I end up helping a lot of people who lost their mothers. So even to this mm-hmm. day, people call me, and they're like, you handle it. So well. <laughs> and I'd be like, you like doing <laughs> right. i be like, no girl, I am falling apart man. <laughs> daily, but you know, but you know, the power of prayer and counseling. Man, I had
3: I had a friend like that when I lost my pops, man. Mm-hmm. You know, his shout out to Polo, you know, uh he was there for he had lost his pops previously. You know, and like when I uh when I lost my pops, you know, I I definitely got other friends because this one over here looking all crazy, <laughs> but like when I lost my pops, man, like he he was like on the forefront. He like, bro, I know what you're going through. You know, it's gonna get easier. You know, over time and stuff like that. So it's it's nice to have. I call them super friends. You know. Mm-hmm they're my super friends in the legion of doom, you know
2: what I'm saying? In legion of
0: doom. <laughs> so for anybody, okay, Jesus. <laughs> so for anybody that's just now tuning in, um, we're speaking with Tawana Morgan about anxiety, depression and breaking the stigma around it. And you know, the, the number one takeaway we want you to get out of this conversation today is to, to be transparent, to open up to somebody. Maybe you're not ready to open up to the world about it, but find a trusted friend. Maybe, even find a stranger for some reason it's easier to open up to strangers maybe because Mm -hmm. you feel like you will never see these people right ever again
3: (laughs) roll down your window i want to talk to you
0: we in traffic
3: (laughs) i just need to talk to you because after i pull off this is over
0: (laughs) exactly so um i pulled up a list of a thing ways to combat depression um, and anxiety and here's a running list um To control negative thoughts that lead to loss of interest and feeling this, feelings of unworthiness, um, you can become active. Um, exercise is a number one way to get those endorphins going to make you feel good. So what are endorphins? Endorphins are the things that release when we feel feeling good, like when you have oh. an orgasm or when you eat chocolate.
3: Wait a minute, wait <laughs> a minute. She said, right "Hey." She said, "Endorphins." I thought she was talking about Lord of the Rings at first.
0: Endorphins. Oh, not Dorphins. No, 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 no. Oh, okay. Endorphins. Some people try to get the release of endorphins by turning to drugs, right? So their mind is so heavy, the right. things on their mind is having a depression, anxiety so much that they turn to drugs. But you don't have to turn to drugs to release those endorphins. You can actually go walking, running, down? go That's to the true. gym, uh, lift some weights. Um, to release those endorphins And that's, the, that's releasing the happy feelings To release the happy
3: feelings You had me at orgasm At man. orgasm? Or you could go
0: bang the beats with somebody Right, you know what I'm saying? You can go bounce, And that will release your endorphins Right What's wrong you with you what? boy? I just gotta get these endorphins loose <laughs> I just
3: need you to go ahead and take care of this funny me. <laughs> Can you help me?
0: <laughs> okay, I'm not about so. So anyway, back to this Tawana, and so <laughs> Tawana been, Mary, she
3: know what it is she, about them endorphins. She
0: know about them endorphins. Bro. You know, Tawana been going to the gym a lot lately to Uh-oh. release her endorphins. I've been seeing she her body extra right, extra tight mm. for summer 18. So you know, mm. she been combating her GAD mm. out here mm-hmm. on the treadmill.
3: She trying to get it right so with that king it. in the house, yeah. boy. That's George what it
0: is. is it-
1: <laughs> <laughs> going to the gym really works like I I didn't say anything to like the people that follow me but I've been keeping track for the last like couple weeks that I've been going and I noticed that I haven't been having attacks in the morning so okay. I've been going to the gym in the morning at 530 and um, I haven't had any attacks in the morning I still haven't at night but like my day been great That's and I sweet. didn't go this Thursday and I had an attack in the morning so, so, I noticed that working
0: out, it, it really
3: do help. To want to be in there hitting the punching bag, boy. <laughs> Man, well, listen. I, didn't I tell you? <laughs> 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 We're
0: <Wait, wait, wait. laughs> not doing this today. Right, right. <laughs> not today, Satan. Not today. Boy,
3: she in there like LL Cool J off. Mama said, knock you out. <laughs> yeah.
0: So, you noticed about your... So, I know you said that your uh, general anxiety is kind of ongoing. Mm-hmm. But... Is there, a, you said in the, now in the mornings because you're going to the gym, you're able to combat a little bit more. Do you mm-hmm. feel that evening and daytime is worse than the other? Which one is the more rougher patch?
1: Ugh. I would say probably at night. The, the night ones are worse because it's like once you get ready to lay down, it's like it hits you because like I can kind of, Distract mine by staying super busy,
2: mm-hmm.
1: but as soon as I lay down to go to bed, it's like boom. It's like your heart starts racing, you're sweating, you can't sleep. You know, it's just it's it's worse at night for me. Mm-hmm.
0: So. <clears throat> um, Brett in the chat room says that she's been in the dark place before. Absolutely, we all been. Um, mm-hmm. Not to scare anyone, I've been close. I've I've been close to taking my life before, but I called out to one of those hotlines that helped me to find the right people to talk to i'm glad that you did that brett because yeah. your children need you and you my number yeah, one fan right brett is the <laughs> number <laughs> she's <laughs> rock
3: number one fan what, so,
0: brett? We, so i can't have, to, have you out here we're gonna
3: have to send brett a gift we basket every five, five something. A little, a little something.
0: because i i appreciate your support brett and i always appreciate your commentary and i'm glad that you felt. um safe enough to share that Absolutely. with us that that yeah, you, you had sure. got um, led to that but you sought help and that's the number one thing that's
3: the power um, of your show though yeah and your, your show helps so many people I mean when I'd be getting feedback you know it's just It's a it's a lot, you know, I'm like, yeah, man, today's talk was informational. Yeah. Like, I like it. I'm like, yeah,
4: that's
0: we. Well, I'm glad I want to be a source of edutainment, education, and entertainment. I like that. I like that. (laughs) And and that's what I want to be, because I want to talk about the things that are popular. But I also want to talk about the things that are just kind of sitting under the surface that is there. Nobody kind of want to talk about. We we see it, you know, just like when we did the alopecia episode. You see many people walking around with loose edges and hair shortages, but it's like you don't say nothing. You might laugh here, snicker there, wonder, inquire. Okay, well, let's see what's going on. There's an underlying. I don't even laugh
3: no more because I'm educated. I remember that show. I'm like.
0: You know what? Yeah. she good. you know.
2: What uh, I
3: mean. Don't worry about it. <laughs> you know. What I'm so saying? I got a question. I don't know if it's. I mean, it's kind of off the regular. I know you usually got your stuff laid out, right? Right. right. But I know she said she had episodes. Tawana, you said you had episodes at night. You know,
2: mm-hmm.
3: like. Um. I want to ask from the male perspective. Okay. Like okay like, like how does he deal with that with you, your husband? If you if you don't mind sharing, you know, when when you're going through your episodes like as as the king in your house you know how does he help you get better because that'll be also informational for men yeah too as well
0: absolutely that's a great question
1: Um, that is a great question um it was tough for him in the beginning because like i said he didn't know what to do um so it would kind of be like a do i touch you do i stand back do i hold you do i Say something, you know, but I didn't know. So I didn't know what I needed to be comfort or anything like that. So it was kind of awkward in the beginning. Um, But since I'm so transparent, um, we're actually not together anymore. So I'm kind of dealing with it on my own. So I don't know where we would be at at this point. But um, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm kind of dealing with it on my own right now, along with my parents' help. But but when he was here, he was very helpful and um, comforting. And um, just, just okay. being there, you know.
0: I'm I'm sorry I, I did not know. Um, yeah, I apologize. I apologize as well. <laughs> oh no problem. No, I mean nobody really knows. Okay,
2: you know, okay, okay. So I'm like, well maybe I should have asked. Right. You know you just you know. right. <laughs> you got me out here. I feel bad. I'm I
0: like, don't know. You, I, said, I mean the last time I saw, her, right. she was married. I <laughs> ain't know.
4: I, I oh man. No, it's okay. It's
0: all right.
4: I'm sorry. We are
0: sorry. Right. We got plenty of <laughs> men at drop side that want to find A- right.
4: absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> that. Let
3: me go back and look at the fly. No, I'm just
2: kidding.
0: <laughs> Y'all need him. Nah. They always try to get on. Bruh. they, they <laughs> always tell me all my guests be fine as hell.
2: Right.
1: <laughs> they be
3: hitting me on the uh, inbox. Like, yo, man, who is that? Tanay was talking to.
1: <laughs>
3: I'm like, look. <laughs> Look, I, I, but I, just, I do
1: think men need to, they just need to right. to listen to them and understand, get an understanding of their diagnosis and their symptoms and their signs and get, notice their habits and what causes their triggers and things like that. You know, just be, pay attention a little more. Being you know, attentive. You, you, you're kind of fragile, you know?
2: Yeah.
1: Anything can tip you off, like the wind can blow left instead of right and you can have an attack, you know? So just. Being aware of what's going on with you. I think that would be dope for like she said, to be attentive.
0: To be attentive. Um. Yeah. Hey Kellen. Kellen Brandon's in the chat room. I feel impo- <laughs> I feel super important. You know you important. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Kellen. We're gonna have Kellen on in the in the next couple of weeks to talk that's about. That's what's up. I got a special topic to talk about with Kellen. Uh-oh, so that's gonna be real good. Um, you
3: gonna spill the beans on the topic? <laughs> I
0: know, you know. I, I'm a not yet. You always be holding <laughs> it, man. I be
3: like, look, she be keeping me as experienced. I'm like, what?
0: Well, what
3: is she talking about?
4: I'm the engineer. I'm
0: like, what is going on? Just, just know it's gonna be real, real good. Uh-oh. Um, we have another question for you, Tawana. Okay.
4: Tawana, I got a question for you. Um, is this from you again? No, nah, this is Jr.
3: Yeah, that's Junior. Oh, you. That's he got Grizz and Junior. Jr.
1: Okay, Jr. Is oh my is, God, is, I hear another voice. Uh, <laughs> we
3: sounded like we brothers. We sounded like. Okay.
1: No, nah, I
4: was I was listening to you on it, um, about the question, whatever. But uh, is it the fact that like you don't think is it like it's not grasping what you're dealing with or what? Who? Her. I
0: guess I don't understand the question.
4: Is, are you saying that? The. Her king or whatever. Her you ex. To or Yeah, we're we gonna call
3: them are
0: not together no more.
3: Okay. Right. Right. We, we we came to that understanding.
4: Is it just <laughs> like? Is do you feel as though like is people having a hard time grasping what you're dealing with? Or no, I
1: just think that if you don't know about it, you don't know how to deal with it. So right. we have this diagnosis that's affecting our family, and nobody knows what's going on. Yeah. You know, so it's they to say the wrong thing, do the wrong thing. Nobody knows how to comfort you because. Mm-hmm. They don't know
0: what it is, you know. I I'll give you so. an I give you an example, Junior. It's just like if you've never been familiar with diabetes, right? Right. And all of a sudden, the person in, that you love in your house gets diabetes, and they're like, "I can no, I can't eat fried chicken no more." They passing out different, just stuff that y'all used to cook. Y'all can't cook no more, and they and your family looking like,
3: "What?" Wait a minute, she said fried chicken. <laughs> no girl
0: (laughs) (laughs) zero toddlers (laughs) you know just and and now all of a sudden everything (laughs) has to shift and everything has to change so imagine you know what dealing with what she's dealing with general anxiety disorder here she had been quote unquote normal all these years for 34 years and then this new situation happens that basically changes the family dynamic because everyone has to adjust to figure out how do we deal with this
3: you got to get gay. So you right. got to educate but yourself. You
0: to get, yeah, you're right. You, you got, got to, to educate, educate yourself, yourself and, and, and you make sure you're helping
3: her.
4: You got to make that transition with her. That's right. That's what it's about. You know? Yeah. It's making that transition.
0: Right. But you got to be willing. Yep. Right. Now that's a word. But. Hey, look. <laughs> <hey>. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going okay. to take you to a
4: sensitive side real quick. Okay. Assistive. Okay. I'm, I've known a lot of, you know, I dated, you know, whatever. But I've. Not once I've. I've dated. There's always like mental, like mental depression depression. is there. Mm -hmm. It is there. Yeah. Ever present. But some, like some people will do not, will say, oh, you dated. No, it's, it's actually bigger than what you think it is. You might think it's, yes, it's mental, but it's bigger.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. But some
4: people just doesn't, it doesn't grasp them. Yeah. And it's like, they might think you're broken. You're not broken.
0: Yeah. You just need, you just
4: dealing with you you're, you're dealing with the way you process things are different than the way I deal with. It. Yeah. And that's when you have to educate yourself to understand and evolve into what you need to, to deal with that.
0: That's right. That's right. all it yes. takes. That's all it takes. I'm, well, Junior. Okay, Junior. Let me tell look, y'all. Look, look. Junior don't okay. ever say nothing. He, ever.
4: He didn't he, he. <laughs> he got on the mic, said
3: something, and hit the mute button, and it fell back. Like I'm good.
0: Y'all gotta understand that was big for him. He right. never says anything. Anything. You hear me?
3: I was impressed I myself. Was I was like, wait, wait a minute.
0: <laughs> wait a minute. So Kellen says, how do you handle the concern of being consistent with your? Oh, that's a good question. Okay, so uh Kellen says, "How do you encourage someone that's maybe going through mental illness to continue taking their medication without being offensive?" Mm. That Tawana, do you want to answer that? Because I have an answer for that. Just dealing with my mom, do I
3: have an answer for that, you
0: that
1: too. Do? Yeah, man. yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I would say for me, it was I was hard for me to take medicine in the beginning, but once I seen that it was helping me. um I was all about it, you know. Um, so I, it, it, I would just tell them to take it if you need it, you know. Um, that's a sore stop, stop me still because I don't like taking it. Mm-hmm. And my mom had to tell me like if your leg was broken I would tell you to use a crutch. That's right. All right. Your mental is a little altered so I need you to use a crutch. You know right. what I mean? Until you can get to where Absolutely. you're stable and you can find more natural things that from help you, you know, yeah, but in the process, take your medicine. yes you
0: take, take your medicine. I'm going to answer that. So um, if, you're, if you're just now tuning in, I, was, um, I told the story earlier that my mother uh, lived with mental illness. She had been, received several diagnoses uh, ranging from depression, um, schizophrenia, bipolar disorder, manic depressive, all of those things. She, uh, you name it, She was diagnosed with it in the mental sphere. And so sometimes she would get to the point where she didn't want to take her medicine. Um, It would make her feel... um, Some of the side effects kind of make you jittery. Some of the side effects can make you want to sleep all day so you Mm were depressed already and then you take a a anti-depressant right anti meaning against depression Mm -hmm. and it's supposed to do the opposite of bringing you down but then it makes you want to sleep all day and so Mm -hmm. she would go through different uh spans of time where she was like i'm not taking my medicine or she would stop taking it And you'd be like, okay, mom, you need to take this medicine, (laughs) you know. But then she would get angry about it, you know, like, I don't want to take it or I don't need it or I'm fine till there, you know, where she had to keep working with the physician to find a medicine that would be balanced enough. That's Mm
4: -hmm. what's up, that's what's up. Um,
0: So you just have to. I think you approach those people that need to take their medication that you approach them with love. A lot of um, it, to, and I love the analogy that your mom used, Tawana, of saying if if you broke your leg, I would tell you to use a crutch, right? right? So right now mm-hmm. your mind is a little broken, right? And just like that cold, right. if you, I would I would tell you to go get some Robitussin. Right now, just take this medication to right. to uh, fix the the, sh- the break or the the as they call it a, the fracture in your mind right now
2: yeah. right
3: so we being transparent my mom but i
1: can't oh sorry
3: no it's okay my my mom is uh on re, uh recession from cancer and it wasn't particularly medicine it was just to get her to eat and like it, it, it's the same thing like mm-hmm. like mom you you gotta eat yeah. like if she went through like a phase to where she didn't want to eat you know yes and it was like okay mom you you gotta do this yeah like you have to do it i know it tastes metallic and i know i you know and like because i already had you know educated myself on what she's going through and stuff mm-hmm. like that and like it it was hard and man it was going through cancer
0: correct? she was
3: going through cancer mm-hmm. she was going through the chemo and stuff like that and, and mm-hmm. when you're going through chemo it, it just makes everything taste like metal yeah so mm-hmm. she like anything she ate like you know it just tastes like metal yeah. in her mouth and she just didn't want it yeah. she got to i'm like mom you you gotta eat you know like you know like th- that was my mom's crutch yeah you know and, and she she like she had called me she started crying because I, I already had found out you know like
2: yeah
3: mom you're not eating you know like what's, mm-hmm. what's the matter you know you okay yeah you know is this something we can do is she just you know but like i i totally 150 percent agree with you with the love because they will change their situation. If they feel like their love, you know, and my mama felt the love for me. You know, we I'm all way in Texas and she's in Michigan. I'm over the phone, mm-hmm. you know, and it took a lot for me not to just start bawling on the call. Like, you know, like mom, you, you, you have to do this, you know, and she started crying and she was just so discouraged, you know, and she was just in a place, you know, like, like Brett stated earlier, she was in a real dark place and I just had to pull her out of there. I was like, mom, you, you got grandbabies, you know, you yeah. got, you know, we we still got stuff we got to do, you know? Yeah. So um, um,
0: Kellen says that it always seems like a tender spot to speak to, especially when that person doesn't want to believe that they are in need of medication. That's absolutely right. Uh, the mention of it, take your meds. Did you take your meds? It can be internalized as. You think I'm crazy. Yep. That. Right. Oh, yes. Yeah. Because, <clears throat> again, nobody wants to be associated with being crazy because of what we think crazy is. Right. What we think crazy looks like. But again, we have to service our mind just like the rest of the, the rest of the part of our body. Right. We want, mm-hmm. we want muscles. We take protein. We're servicing our muscles. Right. Um, we getting t- tired. We're going to eat more leafy greens to build up our iron. We're servicing that part of us. So you have to service your mind. Just like that light comes on in your car that says change oil, Mm -hmm. check oil, check engine, check transmission, check your mind. All right. Take that medication, go on that walk that you need to go to and tell somebody, tell somebody what you're going through. You'll be surprised that you might be the catalyst that they were waiting on to say, Mm -hmm. Oh my God, I was going through the same thing, girl. Bless somebody (laughs) else. (laughs) I was going through the same thing. Tawana, you seem to have a lot of support. You're very close with your parents. Um, You seem to have a a good friend circle. Mm -hmm. Imagine how do you think you would get through this if, when your diagnoses happened, those people abandoned you? How do you think, where would you think you would be right now? And, and and the caveat to that question is: Did you lose some friends after your diagnosis happened?
1: Um, I I couldn't even imagine going through this alone. Like, um, because it's it's such a dark place. place. Um, like when I when it first happened, I thought I was losing my mind because I didn't know what was happening. I mean, I would be calling my mom, like, you gotta take me to her because, like, um, something, something's up. Mm-hmm. So, um, to, to, to be alone? I couldn't imagine, um, which I think that's why I'm so vocal about it, because mm-hmm. I want if I can help somebody that don't have anybody, because I can see, I've never thought about committing suicide, but after dealing with this, I can say I see how somebody would. Mm-hmm. If they didn't have somebody to 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 grab them up, like, uh uh-uh, no, we ain't about to do this, we are not about to go down this, you know? So, I think not having anybody could be suicidal, like,
0: suicidal. Yeah. And so, um, to piggyback off of that about being alone and losing friends, so back to my mom, because I did want to, you know, kind of share that story a little bit. So we talked about when I was five and that was the beginning stages, right? Going on an adventure um Mm -hmm. i said weeks later she started to hear voices and the voices were telling her certain things and one time um the voices told her that she should stand in front of a car and that she had the power to tell the car to stop so my mom Mm -hmm. walked out in the middle of the street and basically like on the movie like halt (laughs) right Right. (laughs) like Mm -hmm. and my mama could (laughs) have died but the guy looks after babies and fools okay (laughs) so (laughs) i can laugh at it now but this this really happened this is a real life situation and my and my mom walked in front of the car thinking that you know that the voices told her to do that and that they she would make them stop and and they hit my mom and it you know um she hurt you know she had aches and pains years later from it, but she luckily her legs didn't get cut off she right. had you know no crutches or nothing like that right. and right. and so then um and this all I want to say happened within like the like three weeks of each other from the adventure to the voices to that and so then we went to church and at church um the voices were telling my mom to answer yes to everything everything was yes yes yeah like it was a constant. It was a yes, mm-hmm. yes. And so she was going up to people saying yes, snatching people glasses off. And this happened at church, so that was embarrassing, right? Because although church should be a place of love, it can be very judgmental sometimes. It can be really uh, judgmental, <laughs> man. Um, but luckily the pastor that we had at the time, rest in peace to uh, Reverend Charlie Thor, he really embraced my mom and you know made her feel loved and welcome and all those things. So then my mom, after a couple of weeks of, okay, this ain't normal, uh, my mom ended up having to go to Hurley um, on two um, at mm-hmm. Hurley Medical Center in Flint, Michigan. and uh, Floor two is the mental floor, and my mom had to go to two, and that was the first time my mom had been hospitalized for her uh, bipolar disorder, schizophrenia, uh, manic depression, and all those things associated with mental illness. Mm-hmm. And I remember how um, she went and talk about friends and how you need your friends and my mom had a really good friend at the time who was still her friend even in death and um, my mom's best friend T and she took me and my sister to the hospital to make sure we would see our mom and I was too young to go through so I had to see my mom through a window and she would come and and I didn't know what was going on at the time you know just being a little kid and your mom's in a hospital and has like a a blanked out stare happening because um, she was kind. She was out of her out of her mind, mm-hmm. and and friends are important during that time. My mom did lose a lot of friends, but she kept the ones that should have been there. So I'm glad that you have people in your corner. That if you don't go, it can be a lonely, isolating place. Because my mom did lose a lot friends mm-hmm. you know like you know Beverly crazy it came to the point as Kellen mentioned about internalizing y'all think I'm crazy right? so right. the funny oh Beverly crazy kind of had a double meaning to it right. at that point like mm-hmm. oh y'all think I'm crazy you know mm-hmm. um, so you know just living with that and me holding it in hiding it right so the people at church knew and some of my church friends but if, if you didn't go to my church or like live on my street I didn't disclose it so I just held it in a, a, a lot of times, you know. Functionally, I, I thinking I'm functioning, you know, you All know, right. well in in front of people or you know, putting on a, a mask or and I I thought it was fine, you know. Once she would get through an episode, I'm like, oh, you know, we back to normal. But there was always, you know, this underlying that the episodes would come back, and they would come back, you know, every um, every now and then. So. Uh, it it was a it was a it was yes. a tough thing to to go through to kind of see your mom uh go through and so um, I
1: think it's family you feel helpless because it's not something that you can do
0: yeah it's nothing you, know, you it's can like,
1: do you can't fix my mind for me you know so. <laughs> right
0: and then <laughs> when when a person is depressed um so when my mom would get depressed so if you guys don't know what depression is depression is when you or bipolar disorder bipolar disorder i know a lot of people joke with it right they're like oh such and such is bipolar i'm crazy you know and it's not that cute it ain't the cutesy crazy like that it's extreme highs and extreme lows and when that extreme low happens nothing can make the endorphins come that you need to come right so there literally could be you could be like, We about to go to Disney World. Ain't you excited to go to Disney World? And it's like No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't wanna go Ooh. lay down. Right. Then you like what? <laughs> don't you wanna go to they're like, no. And so the best thing that you can do for a person, the people out there listening, um for a person that experiences uh mental illness and, and psychotic breaks and things is to be a listening ear. Um to sit there, to be there, to not abandon them, not to isolate them, and continue to treat them, quote, unquote, normal. When you start making it seem like they're just so different or, you know, treading lightly around them and not being your normal self, that actually triggers the opposite effect of what you want it to be. So just make sure that you're treating them normal. Check on them. Often Ask them how they're doing. Don't just be a social media friend yeah. on guarding yeah. on their wall. Actually pick up a phone. All
2: right, or go and see call
0: them. Or go see them. I think people don't go visit people no we, more.
3: We don't do that no <laughs> more.
0: <laughs> like, you yeah. know
3: what? It's gas traffic. Yeah, you know right. I love you, but from like but, 20 minutes away.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right. And my mama was a visitor. That's how I know all my family. I know y'all be like on Facebook, how many cousins tonight got? Because right. my mama went to go visit everybody. Everybody. <laughs> so That's all I know right. everybody. Um, I wanted to um um give you guys some tips on again on balancing anxiety and depression. Um number one, we've talked about being active to release those endorphins. The next thing you can do, as I said, don't isolate your yourself um when you're depressed you may hear thoughts telling you to be alone and to stay away from people or to keep your problems to yourself and you should actually do the opposite find a trustworthy person I, maybe even a counselor because they have to adhere to HIPAA laws where they can't share some of the things they can't share any of the things that you share with them so mm-hmm. you know don't isolate yourself and go be around people join an organization join a club join a, a fitness Uh, institution uh, a book club something where you can surround yourself with people but do not isolate yourself Uh, watch a funny TV show or movie that's my number one thing of how I cope with anxiety and depression after the death of my mom depression really overtakes me in a major way especially with tomorrow being Mother's Day and this whole week has been about mothers 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 and I know that I am a mother but I just be like it don't even matter because I don't got my mom I'd be like I don't even care That I'm somebody mama And it gets that right, bad man. And my son would be like Why are you crying mom it's okay I share
3: my mama With you tonight
0: Thank you I like
1: mama I share mine too Thank yeah. you See so you got a mama <laughs> She
3: gonna whip you Just like she whip everybody else
0: I don't get what you do Beverly My last whooping came You did get no whooping My last whooping came From Beverly in 97 So that Boy. was 21 years ago Ain't nobody about to uh-uh, whip you Beverly <laughs> was breaking The house Right <laughs> 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 barely would me real bad in 97 boy I, whew, jesus um <laughs> next <laughs> it's, don't punish yourself for feeling bad feeling embarrassed or self-hating over your depression will only increase your symptoms and discourage you from seeking help your critical thoughts towards yourself will keep you down yep. so don't let those thoughts about yourself or body image issues or anything or you don't have the job that you want don't let those things overtake your mind and punish you for feeling bad see a therapist i can't say this enough Mm. go see somebody therapist they got free therapists out here in these streets if you live in the flint michigan area you can go to my children's um health you can go to uh, mental health you can uh, There's so a lot of churches have licensed yep. therapists at the church that will offer their services for free here in the Dallas area. Um, all the churches have well, mm-hmm. like especially uh, the Potter's House, my church. There are licensed. Yeah, the majority, therapists. Of, yeah, the majority of the churches here <laughs> have, a therapy. have a have a therapy program where you can go get it for absolutely free. Um, so those are the tips that I wanted to leave you guys with that can help you combat anxiety and depression. And if you're having thoughts of suicide, please let someone know. Get immediate help. You can call the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. That's one eight hundred. 273 talk again that's one eight hundred two seven three it is a free hotline and it's available 24 hours a day for anyone experiencing emotional distress or having a suicidal crisis reach out reach out and reach out
3: can't say that enough man
0: no. um Tawana, is there anything that you want to leave the guests with before uh, we head out today so that you, I don't want to occupy your whole time. I thank you for coming on the show today. And I know you got to go turn up, turn up, turn up for your birthday. Wait a minute, hey. wait a minute. <laughs> Wanna be turning up? She, you know, she do a little light turn she up. She do a little light turn she up. She do a little light turn oh, okay. up. Okay. Um, Tour
3: season.
1: Hashtag.
0: <laughs> um, <laughs> before you go I'm dive, I'm gonna. Oh. Oh, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead.
1: I wanted you to mention. I think it's Talkspace. I think that's the online um, counseling for the more tech savvy people. Mm-hmm. Might not want to call somebody. They can. I think it's Talkspace dot com.
2: You
3: can chat in. Yeah.
0: That's what's up. That's dope. You said it's Talkspace dot com. Yeah, I'm trying to
1: double check, and I don't want to be misquote.
0: Hold on. Um, While you're looking that up, when are you able to identify someone that has anxiety or depression based on the things that you've gone through? Can you kind of spot them out?
1: Yeah, I, I did one time. Um, I was in the Secretary of State, and I was sitting in front of this lady, and she was just like, she just had this look about her. And I looked at her, I was like, um, I was like, do you suffer from anxiety? Mm-hmm. <laughs> she kind of looked at me like, she was like, yeah, she's like, I hate being around people. You know, I'm, I, I just hate it. And I was like, I understand. You know, I'm dealing with the same things. And I kind of gave her these, um, I gave her one. Of mm-hmm. These release tablets that I have, these, they help you with, like, if you're in the middle of an attack, they kind of help calm you down. Yeah. So I gave her a couple of those. And um, they helped her out. So this but- one time.
0: Before, before we head out today, I, I forgot that there were some more things that I needed to talk, talk about surrounding this mental health, mental illness issue. And what, uh, what made me want to talk about it was this Meek Mill interview that I just recently watched. And I think a lot of times in the black community, why we don't talk about the mental illness, because we're so used to trauma, that the trauma just seems like a normal part of life. And so one of the things that he said was, you know, when you're, you know, you've been playing Nintendo with your homeboy since you were five years old, he turns 15, gets his head blown off. That will cause you to have some mental issues, but people just brush over it like it's it's normal. It's common. And coming from Flint, Michigan, like I am from, uh, and like Grizz is from, we see that all the time, um, I remember my earliest moment with death. Number one, my, my father was murdered in Flint. Um, that was Mm -hmm. my first, uh, initiation with death. And then I remember when I was about seven years old, uh, the, they, the boy around the corner got shot in the head in a drive by at my mom's friend's house. Um, Mm
2: -hmm. and
0: I remember he was kind of like a nerdy guy. I remember he wore the pop bottle glasses. So he wasn't even in the streets. He wasn't a street guy. He just happened to be A
2: a casualty
0: of war. And I remember one of my good friends, Antonio Fisher, got murdered. And we went to high school together. And that September after we graduated high school, he was gunned down in the middle of Beecher. So we have all these things constantly happening to us and around us. And we see these things. not understanding and realizing it's affecting our mental health and we Mm -hmm. become so used to it that we think is normal. It is not normal. You know, that's not normal. Seek help. Talk to someone when you, to lose a friend, especially black males. And recently I've been having a lot of anxiety just because I'm raising a little black boy in America and everything that's happening with black people. Um, I don't know if you guys know a few weeks ago that people were opening packages in Austin and there were bombs in them. And the other day I was walking up the stairs and I had a package that I didn't order anything. And so before I could tell my son, don't touch it, he touched it. And it felt like my heart dropped to the bottom of my foot. And I'm like, "Uh, I, I, you know, I literally, that, that was anxiety. I had heart palpitations and I started sweating and I'm like, is this a bomb? Is it, you know? Right. And I opened it and come to find out it was something, uh, that I did order. (laughs) <laughs> that I didn't remember that I ordered <laughs> and I was like oh my god and then after that I got another package and I was like I know I didn't order this and it was a white package I was like and they trying to kill me <laughs> but come to right. find out I had signed up for some new insurance and they sent me a, a gift and so that's the type of thing I think if you're just black in America off rip that you got a little mental uh illness or mental situation going on with you or some level of anxiety or some level of depression surrounding you just because of the things that we have to face on a daily basis and so seek that help Um, talk Mm -hmm. with each other let's lift each other up instead of tearing each other down because we face enough already just watching the national news I'm scared to let my little boy you know when we were little I remember running through Myers playing hide and seek. Right. And now I don't even want my son to run away from me because I don't want them to think that he has something and gun him down like
2: right. the little,
0: what was it, Tamir Rice in the middle of Walmart, you know? So right. Um, I just wanted to get that out there, that young black males out there, it's not normal for you to have to lose your buddy. Uh, my little cousin was just murdered in Flint last week. I mean, shot up. and and shot up in the face, and, and, you know, I know his buddies are sad about that, you Mm -hmm. know, and so I, I encourage those boys, go get counseling, go get therapy. Parents, if you're listening out there and your child has lost a friend for whatever reason, whether it's to violence, go get your kids help, or, you know, go get them someone to talk to, because, again, if your child had a cold you would go and you would even go get some over-the-counter stuff, even if you didn't go to the doctor. Absolutely. So if you can't, if, if you don't have health insurance and you can't get, um, you know, the medication or the proper therapist that you need, well, then you might got to get an over-the-counter treatment. And in this situation for mental health, that over-the-counter treatment may be a friend yeah. to get it, to release it from or a stranger or going to that church counseling center. You know, go get you that over-the-counter help to help you get through these, um, get through these moments. Uh, so, Tawana, were you able to pull that information up? Yep, it was Talkspace. Okay, so www.talkspace.com. For the people who ne- necessarily want to, you know, verbally talk somebody, to somebody, but you like to kind of get your keyboard on or get your thumbs on to ha- kind of talk your issues out with. And, and Tawana, whatever you want to leave us with before you leave today, please share that. Please share.
1: I just want to leave that. I just don't want people to be afraid to share what they're going through. I feel like um, you should be free, free in your mental illness. People are free in their cancer diagnosis. They're having colds and everything else. So you should be able to be free with what you're going through. And don't be afraid to tell somebody what you're going through. It don't have to be the world or sharing through a Facebook post, but at least find you somebody you can confide in
0: and they can get you the help that you need. So after you say that prayer, go book that appointment.
1: Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Pray and then go get some help.
3: faith without works is dead.
0: dead. Hello, dead. somebody. So <laughs> Tawana, in true Nate Talks fashion, you know you can't leave my show without giving your shout-outs. Mm-hmm. So give your shout-out to your people. Hey,
1: I just want to give a shout-out to all my family and friends that have supported me throughout this journey. It's been a rough 2 years but we keep on we keep on going. So I thank you and I love you all.
0: Oh, so. that was so I sweet. Know, I know, you man. know what I said. That was sweet. I'd all emotional. I'm I a grown man. It's my birthday. You know? It's my birthday. Hey. 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 Sorry, I gotta give my shout do I want to give a shout-out to Miss Tawana Morgan for being a guest on my show. For sure, for sure. Happy birthday to you. Thank you for sharing your story and even disclosing, you know, that you ain't with your... Yo, that's no mom. Right I, I was like
3: what? I know man I like, we, we I got know. To like, next time we're going to get our facts straight right,
0: we're to fact check right. like Ali said, Ali was like who told you I got a woman right
3: like, oh, okay. he, he, he said don't be uh, campaigning for me Right,
0: right, right. <laughs> so you know we just want to thank you um, shout out to all the mothers out there, happy for sure, for mother's sure. day, being a mother is a whole whole lot of work, I remember Remember my mother used to always say there is no manual to being a mother. And right. she was absolutely right, because every day is a whole nother day. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so you just gotta take that thing one day, one at, day a at a time. <laughs> but mothers right. out there, we salute you because it is the most rewarding. Slash saddest. Whoa. You go through a lot when you're a mama. You, you be sound like as Cat as well.
3: Williams you talk about Atlanta. Right, That's right, the right. most beautiful, most disgusting. <laughs> of-
0: it, is. <laughs> <laughs> it, is. it is. It is. It's a lot to be a mom. But, you know, I wouldn't trade it for anything in the world because um, they like your, your kids are like your best friends that you can't get. It. Somebody said in a meme that uh, your kids are your broke best friends. Bruh. they are cause you gotta always pay. hungry right. always need some cause you gotta well, pay for why I gotta to pay for day. you today you know what I'm saying and my son got expensive taste he want Chick-fil-A
3: boy he Zaxby's, got- <laughs> Zaxby's. Right, look I came here like who goes to Zaxby's <laughs> he's I was like, boy, well, my mom would have took me to churches.
0: <laughs> First of all, okay. when I was growing up, getting, getting fast food was a serious treat. Right. Okay.
3: We getting McDonald's today. <laughs>
0: what? <laughs> what? I'm finna get a happy,
3: happy meal yes. I always got a
0: number two Boy Okay, But anyway <laughs> So shout out to the mamas out there Who be buying their kids stuff That they don't even deserve Bruh But you know You do it anyway Cause you love your little brats um, Shout out to my son right now Shout out to his mentor For taking him off my hands For a few hours Cause Lord knows I needed a break Cause you know he be sitting <laughs> up here
3: Right now pal. Like mama hey, um, <laughs> What is this done
0: <laughs> Um. So um, And it is mental health Awareness month For the month of May so for the month of may i encourage all my listeners to go do a head check uh go speak to somebody you're not crazy those thoughts that you're feeling you're not the only person going through that and you just need to know that you are not alone so make sure you go do a head check uh, go for a walk go see somebody go see a friend that you haven't seen in a while or that kind of just fell under the radar maybe they could be going through somebody so i encourage you um, to do that be sure to tune into to Tanae talks um and go listen to the old episode we on episode 18 right now so 18. there's 17 other episodes that you ain't even heard right or Tonight that you've been to rocking go. for a minute we've man. been out
3: here we've been out here for a minute man
0: and so yeah that's all i want to say so tawana you go enjoy your day i didn't want to take up too much of your time but i'm so <laughs> glad and thankful that you are a guest on my show Share, share 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 this link with your whole uh, network, whole family. everybody, <laughs> everybody. <laughs> everybody, and
3: their mama. And
0: just <laughs> share with everybody and their mama. Let it be a Mother's Day link. gift to them. Right,
3: right. <laughs> oh, <I know>. yep. <laughs> Happy birthday. <laughs> Happy
0: birthday. And we are out. All right. Out. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Peace. <laughs> bye bye. We gon' talk about it right here. We gon' talk about you everything you like. I'ma make it real, real clear. It's today talks right here. We gon' talk about it right here. I'ma talk about everything you like. I'ma make it real, real quick. Cause it's today talk. And I'ma talk about it. Yeah. Cause it's today talk. And I'ma talk about it.